Oh hey, episode 8 of Drinks, Tea, and Everything in Between starts now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drinks, Tea, and Everything in Between. My name is Aaron, I am your host, and uh, we are going to do a short little episode this week. Um, kind of no guest, it's just going to be me. I got a, uh, did a questions poll on Instagram and uh, I just got a couple, but there was a couple other questions that I, and I can explain them later on where they come into context uh, in my life, but I'm like, hmm, that's really hard to answer and I figured out a way to answer it and I want to share that with you all because it's kind of cool to think about. Um, so we'll we'll talk about that um, and uh, a couple of things that I'm getting ready to do in a few days. So we'll, we'll leave that for the show and I just wanted to welcome you all to today's episode and um remember that i really really would appreciate if you can um subscribe if you haven't subscribed to the channel already to the podcast and um leave a review and a rating and um the five star button is the only one that works so i I guess that's what you're gonna have to do but yeah give us leave a review on um did you hear that stutter that was (laughs) that was weird okay uh, leave a review. Um, tell everyone how this podcast is and how do you how do you like it? Um, because I love doing it and I want other people to find out about it. And um, either word of mouth or those rating and reviews are really the only way that people will know. So I appreciate that so much. And um, without further ado, let's get this episode started with um, kind of a a questions uh, episode. So hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, let's get this episode uh, going. Um, I plan this one to be a kind of a shorter episode this week uh, with no guest, um, just because uh, really scheduling scheduling is honestly the hardest thing that kind uh, of kind of challenges challenges me when it comes to this podcast. Just because uh, I mean everyone has a life, and I respect that, and um, I did, of course, as you heard with the juniors episode, learned how to um, do. Uh, like record with people who aren't even in the state or able to come to my house, um, which is a fun way of doing it just because we get to talk face to face and, and have a drink and, and record this podcast. But, um, yeah, so I, I learned how to do that, but finding the time with everyone's busy schedules, it's, it's hard. So, um, the things I have to come up and be creative with are finding episodes that I'm able to do by myself as well, so that I'm still able to put content out. So this one's going to be, I did a questions poll, on Instagram. And you know what? My questions poll just never work. No one ever sends me anything, which is fine. Um, I'm not ever forcing anyone to do so. And I wanted to see where, uh, who would, who would give me any like questions or whatnot. I got three and they are very good where I could honestly give long answers for them, which I plan on doing just to kind of go into detail. Um, but something else that came in, um, to my life the, the other day, well, actually, yesterday, actually, as a matter of fact, my supervisor was like, hey, you are the uh, trainer spotlight this month. So for NEI, we do, um, we have an airmail every month. So it's kind of like a monthly recap for the beginning of the month, uh, what happened last month. So it's the first day of the month, it comes out, um, and it's a recap of the month prior and kind of all the things that have happened um, within the company and at the locations, and then we do a trainer spotlight. And I've been there for th- uh, three and a half, uh, almost three and a half years, three years. Yeah, I want to say three years. Um, coming up 
in June, I believe. Yeah, three years. And um, I have never been picked. And I've always wanted to do it, but I've just never been picked. And it's finally time. Um, and specifically for June, because that's my birth month. So, um, yeah, I have a couple questions on there that I was like, whoa, these are really hard to answer. And um, we can talk about that in a little bit later. But how we start this off is what we're drinking. And you know what? This is going to be the episode that I'm drinking water. I uh, have a party I'm going to later. Uh, I'm recording this on Monday, and which is my day off, of course. And I have a, a little kind of after work party um, with my Wayne Encounters team. Uh, we... We like to call it Vendres de Mayo because it's the 23rd of May, which is today um, of the month that we're in, the 2-3. And um, we're going to uh, go have some beverages and, and they're going to kind of do like a little potluck thing. Um, one of my coworkers, her boyfriend is in town, her fiance is in town, and he's going to make us kebabs. So we're all going to kind of bring a side dish or a dessert and our own alcohol. So I'm going to drink water right now. And uh, what is nice is that there are these um, little packets of crystallized uh, lemon, lime, orange, and some others, but um, they're called true, true lime, true, true lemon or something like that. I think I have my bag around here somewhere that I can show you what, what they are. I don't even know where it's at, but yeah, my bag's not around here. Nope. Okay. So they're called, oh yes. Hold on one second. You're going to hear my bag go off. Here's some ASMR for you while I'm digging through my bag to find them which i didn't even expect i was gonna be talking about this okay okay so the it's called true lime or true lemon and then true orange and then true whatever uh like grapefruit but um i found these on a southwest flight not too long ago and um i got like their seacrims sparkling water love sparkling water um plain or with flavor whatever and they handed me like they gave me my cup uh once they asked for my beverage and handed me a true lime packet and it was it's crystallized crystallized not crystallized it ain't no butterfly crystallized lime so it's the juice of them and however they do the crystallization process um the ingredients are crystallized lime citric acid lime oil lime juice non-gmo no artificial preservatives gluten-free and uh one packet uh equals a taste of one wedge. Zero calories, zero sugar. So very good. Here, I'm going to shake it up. Just for you. Hope you like that. Um, but what I'll do is I'll put them in uh, my water. But they can go in anything. They say like uh, for your cocktails, um, another sparkling water if you like that. Um, plain water or tea. Um, I've used them in everything but tea. So I do them in uh, like the pure LaCroix. So it's just a plain sparkling water. Put in there. That's very delicious. And I've done it in some whiskey and ginger and lime before. And this was my lime substitute instead of an actual wedge. It was a little harder because I like the, the wedge aspect of it. I think it's more of the aesthetic and uh, taste. It did the job, but it just wasn't it. I think I had to put like three in there for it to, to have the kind of soury taste that I like. So that's what I'm having right now. Water in my... Uh, new Starbucks summer cup, which is the orange one with uh, orange kind of faded ombre matte paint on the bottom. It's really cute if you haven't seen it at your local Starbucks. Um, but yeah, drinking my water in that. So very, very good. But try those true lime packets. I absolutely adore them. And um, I had bought them off Amazon. It was two boxes for $11, something like that, 20. I don't freaking know. But anywho, love them. Uh, lime and lemon. So if you want to substitute 
if you hate uh, going to buy like limes and lemons for your beverages and they just go bad, just get those packets because they don't. And they're really, really delicious. So that's what I'm drinking right now. But let's go ahead and get started with this episode. Oh, actually, no, I was going to tell you what I'm getting ready to do because today is a busy day for me. Besides the party later, um, I had to go do an exchange for a, a Apple Watch band that I just got that I didn't like and it's the wrong size. I didn't like the color. I liked the band, didn't like the color and it was the wrong size. So I'm exchanging it for a different color and a different size. So I did that, I had to go to the post office today, which I absolutely hate. I just don't understand postage. It's very confusing. And I always feel like a dog, like a lost puppy in there. Just I'm like looking around everyone, people are always like heated because, excuse me, their things might be like super expensive or they just don't get it as well. And sometimes um, people who work in, I think that's at, like a governmental job, uh, like postage, Sometimes could be have a little attitude or spicy uh, personalities and it doesn't help how people are feeling. Luckily, that experience wasn't that way today and I got it done super quick and easy and it was only a dollar something. So it was very easy and quick to do, um, but I have to run to Publix later so I can get my um, side and beer for the party. And then what else? I have to pack. I'm going to North Carolina this weekend. I leave on Wednesday. I have absolutely no time to do anything for this trip. Um, as far as getting ready for it, and it's for a wedding. Um, Jeff's uh, friend is renewing her vows, but she's going to do a big wedding for it because I don't think she did it the first time. So we're going to Charlotte or outskirts of Charlotte and going to go do that. But um, the thing is, I'm flying Spirit. And if you know me, you know I do not care for Spirit. I have never had a bad experience on there, but I'm just not a f I'm not an Airbus person. I love Boeing. And of course, Airbus, uh, sorry, Spirit only flies the Airbus 320 family. So that's the Airbus 319, 320, and 321. Um, and they have yellow planes and it's really ugly. But also, I'm not, I'm not about paying for bags. Like, if I have to, I will. But even, uh, like, United and American, you can have your, uh, you can have like a carry-on under this in an undersea bag or personal bag, um, like a purse or a briefcase, small backpack are the good labels for them. But Spirit, everything is so expensive. And I was just looking because I'm like, what? I don't think I'm going to be able to fit everything in a backpack for this trip. And I was like, oh, let me just see how much they are just in case. Maybe Jeff and I will want to split something. But a carry-on's $49 and a checked bag is 43 Like, What? How does that even work? And I don't even have time to um, check a bag because we fly back on Sunday and we have to get going and hopefully our flight isn't delayed, knock on wood, because um, we both have to work that day. So um, my uh, boss already knows I'm gonna be late and then Jeff's should be on time for his uh, work, but just with the flight time or whatever. And NEI is great and they um, have a, a, like allow you to, to, they're very accommodative and understanding when it comes to this. And I, uh, when I originally got scheduled, I was like, hey, I can take it off or you can just, I'll be late, but I can work because there's no, I'm not going to, don't expect to be super late where it would um, delay me a whole day of working. So just come in late and then just do the show. So got to pack for that and get that ready to go, but I don't even know what I'm going to wear. So please pray for me. And um, I know this is late uh, when, when this will be airing, so the, the prayers will be thankful for whatever else you want to pray for me for. So thanks for that. 
But yes, um, got a few things to do, but skeptic you, we are going to go ahead and answer some questions because again, um, no time to do anything and we still have to re record this podcast, which we're doing now. So, so excited that you're all here and let's get going. I'm going to check out my phone where those questions are. So, um, Amy, Dana, and Megan are the three people who, uh, sent me in those questions and I appreciate you so much for, first of all, asking such really good questions and they come all the way around the spectrum. One is honestly deals with my work. The other is just a daily routine thing. And the other is about flying and aviation. So super excited to answer them. And then the others I'll explain in just a moment. But let's see. Amy asked, were you always passionate about conservation, animal education, or did it grow with work? Very good question. And when I look back at that, Amy, um... I have always loved animals and I've always wanted to learn about them. And I've taught myself so many different things, read books, watch um, shows. My inspiration is Steve Irwin, like many people in this field, because that man is, um, in his own words, conservation warrior and all the people that support conservation, especially with um, the Australia Zoo. I don't know if I've necessarily been deep into conservation and beforehand I don't necessarily recall ever being like we have to do our part to help save the planet now with a company that that's what we um, want to share our message is conservation education action or um, uh, what was it uh, conservation through education action something like that something we say but we want to teach people to then want to conserve and then react act to help that conservation for our the planet and wildlife out there. So I do want to teach people that with the animals that I work with and the shows that I'm able to perform in. Um, but I've always loved animals and I, and I don't want anything bad to happen to animals. I mean, or this planet because we live on it. Um, so yes, doing the little things and I am very bad at it. I can't say this so myself. It, it is very challenging and tedious to do, but it is important because we have messages out there that really show that if we do these things, we can help species and even us, we're a species, help us to save our planet and save animals because there are some that have almost gone extinct and we have helped to bring them back. So looking back at the question, I have always been passionate about animals, conservation, not so much. And um, I've been passionate in my education alone, but I do love to teach people. So when people come up and ask questions or um, take the time out of their day to come see and learn just by watching our show, it, that means a lot to me and uh, has grown even more with work. So that's a good way of answering that question. So thanks, Amy, for asking. We're going to move on to our next one with Dana. Hi, Dana. I know you're going to be listening to this. Love you, sis. Dana is from San Antonio and Dana has been on the podcast. Yes, yeah, so in episode five, five or six, she was my guest. It was the two hour long episode. That was Dana's. So me and Dana have a lot to talk about one of my San Antonio sisters. So what Dana asks, what's your skincare regimen? Because you always looking flawless with this uh, sparkling emojis. <laughs> Thanks, Dana. Yeah, I um haven't always been into skincare and um I have... um had skin problems recently due to, um, it's not necessarily bird related, but it happened because of the birds. Um, and I can explain it. So it's a type of eczema. I mean, eczema, if you know, eczema is just a broad 
like one word for skin problem. Like there's so many different types of eczema, psoriasis, um, I mean, well, rosacea, there's so many types of eczema. So it is an eczema, but what it is called is lichen planus. So I um, shout out to Sand Lake Dermatology, where it's where I go. I got references from my coworkers who go there and um, my PA who I go, Lauren is absolutely incredible. She is so knowledgeable and down to earth and sweet and she has a plan. She looks at your um, problems, which would be my skin, and she is like, this is our plan. And if we don't, this does not work, we have a backup and we're gonna try that one as well. And if you ever need me, call me type of thing. So really, really cool. So I have lichen planus and it has gone away, but um, there's little spots that are just um, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, which will go away over time, but you have to keep them out of the sun. So it actually looks very good today. So sometimes it's darker than others and you know your skin will change if you're like cold or hot. So that, I guess that has a big factor in it. But what lichen planus is, is an inflammatory response to the skin cells after trauma. And so um, I was getting scratches on my wrist because that's where we hold the birds um, from Nimbus, the hyacinth macaw, because his nails are really sharp. And I guess a stress reaction just because it was hurting um, was uh, uh, causing this reaction. And so it was these really gross kind of webby looking white lines all over the place and inflamed. Um, so it was just red inflammation with the white lines. Looked really gross. Um, the thing with lichen planus is it goes away on its own or you can get a steroidal kind of hydrocortisone cream, which is what I was prescribed. Now the thing on my wrist went away over time. I was putting like eczema um, lotion on there or uh, like a aquaphor because it's just petroleum jelly is really what it is. But um, that really helped on its own and then it went away. Took uh, kind of ibuprofen as um, an anti-inflammatory. But the thing is also it goes in, it goes all over your body. Once it starts, it kind of just spreads wherever and it goes to places where you have had trauma. So either surgery spots or um, cold sores too, because I am very prone to cold sores. Um, I get, I started getting like implants on my lip because of where the spot, my cold sores show up. So trauma as in just a, like a spot where you can have a sore or a cut before things like that they'll show up so it goes over with time it is not life-threatening it's just ugly and it itches so if it like the spot on my wrist was so bad it itched all the time so putting stuff on it was very important didn't want it to dry out because that would of course make it itch more but um it's just not fun so I have that to take care of so then I was like no I really need to start taking care of my skin so I looked into things um for my face I'm all about my face right I'm a performer, I have to be out there in front of the audiences, so I wanna make sure my skin is great, especially after doing drag. Um, even with doing drag and washing my face with Dawn after every show to get my makeup off, Dawn is so drying, because it's a it's a grease, anti-grease agent soap, you know what I mean, for dishes, but to use it on your face was is not the best thing to do, but I, we did it. It's the um, cheapest way of getting your makeup off without getting um, very expensive creams or uh, what is it like a wipes so that surprising my skin does not look as bad and I don't have too much blemishes and whatnot but what I do um, on a regular basis is when between when working between jobs I don't shower in between I just freshen up wash my face um, do my hair you know reapply deodorant and cologne and whatnot so I don't smell because ew 
But um, what I do do after I do my hair, with hairspray and stuff, is I use um, a micellar, I think that's how you say it, water, which just helps get the dirt and debris off your face and kind of freshen it up a little bit. So I'll do that with a sponge. Um, if it if I am super dry, I will reapply a, a moisturizer. So the moisturizers I do use um, is Olay. They're a 12 hour moisturizer. It's in the pink bottle with a black lid. Um, that one I used when I started doing drag because um, it is a little bit sticky after applying, but it goes away. But when I would originally use it, first of all, it does hydrate my skin. So for me, it worked wonders. So the Olay moisturizer, um, actually I use two Olay moisturizers and the the pink one the 12 hour is um, nothing crazy but I've always used that since drag so I would apply it before I did my makeup as my primer just because it was a little sticky and help in my mind stick have my makeup stick better to my face um, and hydrate my skin because of course if you know women after you um, kind of put face on and you're dry it's, it's not a good result right so especially putting the amounts that I would put on that was a really really good thing to use so I would use that and I still do because I, if I don't want to use my more expensive one, then I won't. So I also use the Olay Regenerist Vitamin C and Peptide uh, Moisturizer. So it's in a little orange. Um, I get the travel size because a little goes a long way for that. But um, I also have the face wash. So I use that in the shower. So the moisturizers are Olay, two Olay products, Olay the 12 hour moisturizer and then the Olay Regenerist regenerist vitamin c and peptide that one i really love it has an orange orangey scent nothing too heavy nothing crazy little goes a long way and it is a brightening um kind of has it doesn't have the serum but it's for brightening because i mean vitamin c and peptide just brightens your face and um, i started using that that one i'll use i'll kind of go into sleep to let it sit in and while it because when the skin is kind of regenerating itself overnight um, i like to put that one on and i did see results with just brighter skin and um, very, very hydrating. And I saw it on Dr. Phil because uh, my mom watches that. And um, it was tested that it it has more hydrating power than a $400 moisturizer. So that's really cool. The big one's about $30 at Target. That's where I get it. And then the travel size is 11. So hold on, I gotta take a sip. Um, mouth is dry. Um, I really like that one as well, but they have the face wash, which I use as a, on, on a regular basis. I use two different face washes when in the shower. I use the Olay, that Olay Regenerist one for the brightening vitamin C and peptide. So I'll use that and then moisturize. It's kind of like that's the primer before you moisturize. Kind of how it's labeled on the packaging. So really like them. It has little, um, not beads, but some sort of grit in there. Um, to help kind of exfoliate the skin and make it nice and crispy and clean. And then what I'll use is the um, CeraVe Foaming Facial Wash for normal to oily skin. I do have oily skin and dry. It kind of goes all over the spectrum, which is honestly super annoying because it's hard to find a product most of the time that my skin falls under. So it does get super dry, but it'll get dry from other things. And then the oily just takes over and it's just like... So I kind of have to really be careful when it comes to my skincare. But those are the really big things that I use. So I used to just use your basic body wash on your face. And I know that's terrible. And if you are into skincare, you're like, Erin, what are you doing? But I don't do that anymore. Don't worry. I do wash my face with proper um, 
proper products now because I do care and I do um, care about my image and what I look like and my skin's health. So that's pretty much it. I'll use that and other basic moisturizers, I guess, because all your skin is an organ. It's your largest organ on your body. So um, just use I use the Vaseline um, just three. It's like the three-day hydration, and I don't believe that, so I use that all the time as just a general hydrator. So um, do love the CeraVe the foaming facial wash. I know a lot of people use it, um, and I've seen on videos and stuff, so I really like it as well. So thanks, Dana, for asking. I hope you got some good answers rambling on about skincare. I do love it, and if, Christian, you are listening, I know you're a huge skincare freak because I knew when you worked at Sephora so thank you Dana again for asking that question and Megan your question is this one if you I'm going to be talking a lot of aviation lingo so if you don't understand look it up and I'll try to explain the best without rambling on but um, Megan asks if you could fly anywhere in the world where would you go and on what plane I really like that you asked on what plane and I um I talked to you about this when I saw you after you asked this so I'm super excited. Oh, I don't know if you heard that, but my tummy is rumbling. I did not have, I have not eaten lunch. So that's probably why I'm like rambling just because I'm starving and I have so many things to think about. But okay, if I can go anywhere in the world, where would I go and on what plane? Mm, that is a tough one. There's so many places to fly. Um, I would probably say no, nowhere in the US, go somewhere else. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Uh probably this is hard probably Australia um and I know this is a good one for you Megan because you are moving there in a couple months so soon Megan crazy to think about but um Australia because it's a far flight um it is not possible from the U.S. of course you do have to make multiple stops um oh, shoot so probably a couple because since I would have to be flying on multiple planes, um, let's see, from the U.S., I don't know exactly, so I think I would fly out of California because, excuse me, because that's the closest to um, that area. I think there's a California to New Zealand flight. If not, there's one that goes somewhere else and then to Australia, but... Um, Let's see. Or I do think there's one on this side. You have to stop in London because I, I think there's one uh, Heathrow flight to um, Australia via Qantas, which is one of Australia's airlines, um, which is, if I can remember correctly, the longest flight at about 18 hours, 18, 19 hours. Crazy to think about. Almost a full day of flying. Wow. But, okay. If I did, if I'm correct, the... or uh, uh, East Coast to Europe, i.e. the UK, London Heathrow area, I'd probably fly on the Boeing 777-300 extended range. So I've flown on the 777-200ER, not the LR, the ER, which is the smaller variant of that aircraft. Um, these are all wide bodies, so these are long-haul aircraft. Um, I did the American Dallas to Miami, which was funny because I got stranded in Miami. Well, I got... My f flight was delayed out of Dallas, which made me delay and miss my flight from Miami to Orlando. 
So I had to stay overnight um, and come to work super late because it was a mess when I came in. But I did book that flight um, to just fly on the 777 because the 777 aircraft, so the 200ER, 200LR, and the 300ER are my favorite aircrafts. I love the 777. It's just beautiful. It's just a pretty plane. It's like guys with cars and just aviation geeks with planes. It's like, oh, this plane is beautiful. Or this plane is really ugly. But love the 777. I fly it frequently on my um, flights. I'm on an infinite flight, so shout out to them. But sip water one second. Ah, so refreshing. Um, yes, triple seven, my favorite aircraft besides the 737. Love that too. But that will not get me anywhere if I'm trying to go overseas. So let's say... Orlando to Heathrow on the 777. I would definitely want to fly with, I wouldn't say Virgin Atlantic because they fly primarily, primarily Airbus. So let's go to British Airways because they fly 777s frequently to the US on the 777. So British Airways, 777-300, Orlando to London Heathrow, and then from Heathrow to i guess sydney or melbourne whatever flight they offer i've never looked so i honestly don't know but um i'm pretty sure there's a Qantas flight out there that does that i would honestly go big i am not an airbus person but just to say that i have flown on the airbus a380 the largest commercial airliner out there besides the uh 747 8-8 um which would be also very cool to fly on. So what's cool about the Dash 8 is it uh, all of the 380s, 747s are all retiring. As in, they're not going to make them anymore. They're not going to manufacture them either by Airbus or Boeing. And whatever is left in the fleets will either just live out their days. And airplanes can live for very, very long times, of course, unless something tragic happens. Um, but they can live for very long times. Like, I mean, there's still planes that are like cars that are operating from the 50s, 1950s, 1940s that are being operated still to this day. And even older aircraft like World War, World War aircraft are being kind of refurbished and kept to their original beauty and still being flown to air shows. So to think about it, it's a really long time. But um, yeah, 380 is just the largest. It's the heaviest of a super jumbo aircraft. And just to say that I could fly on it because I don't think Qantas flies 474s. I think they only fly... 380s so just to say i could do that it is a four engine aircraft um double decker uh body it is super huge and just to say i could do that that's pro i would probably do that just to say i could do it you know what i mean it's a big plane so there's a lot of carriers overseas that fly them because here in the u.s is different flying wise time wise than it is in europe things are just spread farther apart and the airports there are you go to those big places and not necessarily to the smaller ones in most occasions. That's not always the case, but yeah, that, I think that's what I do, Megan, to answer your question, Orlando to London Heathrow on the British Airways 777-300 and from Heathrow to wherever in Australia on the Qantas A380. Yeah, that, that's what I do. Look them up if you don't know what I'm talking about. Again, 777-300 and Airbus A380 because there's I think there's a couple size variants but you can just look it up because they all look the same but um yeah those are those are my three questions from Instagram but one last question that I got um kind of handed over to me for that um that you heard in the intro the 
trainer spotlight was what inspires you? It's just a few questions that they ask just so that other people can learn you learn about you who don't work in the who work in the company but you don't work with them. Um, and what inspires you? And I was like, that's kind of a hard question for me to think about because what I do in my head is I think about myself. I inspire myself. So I talked to my mom and I was like, I don't I don't really know what inspires me because when I think about it, I'm like my myself. The fact that I I'm a go-getter and the things I've accomplished, she's like, that's it. You're right. That is what inspires you. And it doesn't just have to be like me. I worded it in a way that's um because I will I'm not a person that's like, oh, the youth inspire me or um it, it, this inspires me or so and so inspires me. And I, I really look at what I have accomplished so far in my life. Um, I'm about to turn 27 in two weeks. Yes, Thursday when this comes out will be two weeks. Yes, to think about. I'm going to be 27 June 9th, so my birthday is coming up. So an episode will drop on my birthday, which will be exciting. But um, I've done a lot so far. I started working at a very young age in theater and, and just getting my first job at um, HEB in, in San Antonio at 16, 16, 17. So, I mean, that, I think that's when you can start working, but I did it. And, um, did all the things I've accomplished and what I want to do. So I'm a very, I set my goals and I achieve them. I will do everything that I can, um, to either try or to do it. And like my next big career thing is, is being a pilot. So that it's hard. It is a very challenging thing to go through, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do my best job at it at accomplishing that goal. And so I answered the question with, um, I'm inspired by myself and how I have accomplished and gotten to where I needed to be with little to no help. I have done everything on my own as far as, I don't know if you can hear my stomach rumbling again. I'm so sorry. Um, if you can, I do apologize. But um, how I set my goals and I achieve them. I want a job. I'm going to try to get it. Like I said, I wanted to train birds at Disney's Animal Kingdom and I did it. And um, I found, talked to who I needed to talk to, figured out my things. And I have my friends and family behind me kind of rooting for me all the way and making sure that I I don't give up, which um, sometimes is, is always the option. It's just easy. Giving up is easy. But it, the reward for completing those tasks and saying I'm a bird trainer at Animal Kingdom or I was a stage manager for however many years it it's that's rewarding in itself so inspiring myself by how I'm a in a a gold set a goal setter and I achieve the things that I want usually by myself but I always have my support so I can never let them out of this answer because they help me keep going so those are just my I me mean, my friends my family Jeff, uh, my boyfriend, to keep me going. Um, and then uh, the fact that what I do and how I have done it inspires others to keep going. I have had guests that come up and talk to me and they're like, how did you do this? Or what do you have to do? What do you have to have schooling? And shoot, I went to high school and then went to a semester of community college and failed five of seven classes. I even failed theater because of the, the basics of theater. But I'm like, I, I can't. Like I, I failed five of seven classes. And so I got out of school and I was like, you know what? I'm going to work through experience. That's what I'm going to do. And I did. And it's a very hard and long process because that piece of paper means a lot and can get you far places. But 
I also got so many opportunities that I probably wouldn't have gotten to do if I was doing school. So that's just a different path within its own self within in the universe and the way that things work. But to do what I have done and have those opportunities and share them with someone and being like, hey, I do, of course don't want to be like, school's not bad. Like school's, I sorry, I don't want to be like, school's bad, don't go is what I mean to say. But I want to tell them that if school isn't right for them, which I have had guests come up to me and I say, hey, I didn't go to school. I've worked through experience. My anim Your animals will teach you so much more than the books will because they are learning, we're learning, they're adapting, we're adapting. Like it's, it's an ever-changing thing. And be like, hey, it is possible. It's going to be long and hard, but you can do it. And if you just put your mind to it and set those goals and chase them and accomplish those dreams you're going to find success in that and have parents look at their kids and be like, see, you can do that too. And see, there is an option for you. And you'd be like, wow, there is people out there that are like me and having those challenges that I had and pushing through them and, and finding that one person. And it happens to be me out there. That's like, Hey, this is possible. If you just keep pushing through is really awesome to see and always gives me that boost of like, Hey, I'm doing it. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to keep doing what I want to do for myself, which is chasing my dreams and accomplishing the goals that I want to do. And that next step is becoming a pilot at an airline. So an airline pilot and a commercial and the big majors of the US. And so I'm excited to see where that goes in the upcoming months. If once, if and when I start getting going on that, because it's a long process, I could do a whole episode on that which I might, if you're curious, let me know. Um, shoot me a DM or an email if you want to hear about that because I might just do it anyways just so we you can learn about it because it's really hard to do. But I'm not going to give up because it's what I want to do. I wake up every morning and see the beautiful sky and I'm, I might see a plane fly over heading over onto the West Coast for wherever they're they're departing from. And I'm like, wow, I, could, I can do that. I want to do that. I want to see that beautiful sky every morning when I'm flying. And so... Yeah, um, I digress on that because I can really just keep talking about how much I love aviation in that path for me. So stay tuned for that because that's going to be a, a long episode in itself. And um, I just, I can really talk about it forever. So those are my questions for this episode. Thanks for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed all my answers because I really dove deep into them and not just really gave you the short answer because that's boring. Then the episode would be really five minutes, but um, a nice quick one for you all. So let's go ahead and wrap it up because I have to pack and go to a party later. So um, uh, next week, I'll tell you how that was because I'm sure it's going to be a grand old time. And I'll tell you how my trip was to North Carolina. So um, uh, that's it, everyone. Thanks for uh, listening in and um, I will see you next week. Well, of course, there's the exit to this episode, so you'll hear that first, but other than that, I um, hope you had a good beverage like me. I had water with lemon in it from True Lemon. Um, sponsor me because I love your packets of stuff. Thanks. Anywho, I'll talk to you guys in a little bit and we'll see you next week. Okay, here we go. And what an episode. It was beautiful, short and sweet, nothing too crazy, but um, I really like those questions. They were fun to answer and uh, I kind of really put my heart into those answers, even though some of them were just basic in a way, like uh, my skincare regimen. I want to let you know what I do and so kind of dove into that. 
Um, but thanks guys for listening in. Again, I can't say enough and I will just keep reiterating to remind you, um, this is your friendly reminder to uh, subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave a review and rating. Um, I would greatly appreciate it and tell people about it if they want to hear something that's chill, laid back, and every episode is different in its own unique way about the topics or who will be on talking to you. I would love that so much. If you want to be on the podcast again and um, have something to share and tell the world about, um, as in these wonderful followers that I have, do it. Uh, send me a DM on Instagram, either my Instagram or Drinks and Tea Podcast, um, and I will happily schedule you and we can schedule a time that works best to record. And um, if you have any comments, concerns, or feedback, let me know how it's going, what things you like, what things you don't, because honestly, I'm deciding on changing things a lot for this episode and how the layout is because, um, or the show, because the layout and things that I'm like, "Eh, I don't really like that. Maybe I'll change it now because getting it set up now is the best way of doing it before it gets kind of going and we're just talking all the time. But um, thanks guys for listening in. I'll see you next week for episode nine. Stay safe, stay healthy. Um, I feel like Corona's going around again and everyone's getting sick. So, um, of course, you don't have to wear your mask because I don't, but um, just wash your hands. And um, if someone's sick, tell them to go home because we got things to do so we don't have time to be getting sick. Um, But have a great rest of your day, everyone. When you're listening, drive safe. I hope you had a wonderful beverage and we'll see you next week. We out.